Hey, ladies, before we get into today's episode, I want to let you know about the Simple Sustainable Fat Loss Program. This is my eight-week program. Sometimes I refer to it as the eight-week challenge. It, If you've been here a while, you've been hearing about it and maybe waiting to take the leap, or maybe it has not been the right timing for you if you were in a season of pregnancy or postpartum, and the time might be now. We are kicking off April 8th. I am closing enrollment April 1st, and I only take 20 ladies. So if you've been thinking about it before, this is the time to take the leap. It does not come back again until September. If you're not sure what this is, it's essentially an eight-week program where it's a group setting. I take your hand and walk you through setting up a great metabolism so that you can, after the eight weeks, have this awesome metabolism built that keeps burning fat for you. You don't have to worry about what diet to try, this, that, on and off bandwagons, yo-yoing. This is the anti-yo-yoing plan here, okay? So in the eight weeks, I set you up with workouts to do. They're press, play, and go. So you just have the plan for all eight weeks. You have access to this forevermore. So the videos are yours to keep and keep using. If you're not a video gal, I've got PDFs for you. And you can also continue whatever workout style you're doing apart from the program. You don't have to do the program workouts. Nutrition really is the biggest basis of the program. On the podcast, very often I'm talking about eating high protein, talking about 80-20 eating. I'm talking about eating according to your macros sometimes or eating intuitively. This all comes together in the program. So here, maybe you've been piecemealing it, listening to some of the episodes, trying to do this on your own. I just take your hand truly and we start with what you are already doing and I just refine it as we go in that eight weeks. You start just logging what you're already eating. And then I teach you, ah, you know what, Sarah, pulling a name from here, you got to not eat that avocado at breakfast if you're going to have peanut butter at lunch because it's putting you over in fats. So instead, you're going to want to, you know, or if you're going to have guac tonight, then maybe that's not the day that we have some kind of peanut butter on the toast, whatever. I teach you how to balance that out in ways of picking and choosing and nothing is restrictive. So you can do this forevermore. I'm equipping you with these tools so that then when you go to a barbecue this summer or whatever it is, you know, you can look at the table and say, and not say like, oh, I shouldn't eat that. I can't eat that. Oh, that's off limits. That's a bad food. That's a good food. You can be informed and look at the buffet table and say, you know what? I am going to have a burger, but I'm not going to have the bun because I'm going to have a beer instead. So that'll be my carb. And then I'll fill up half my plate with veggies and so on and so forth. That's what I am teaching you to do. And now if you want a chance to win some of your money back, you can submit optional before and after pictures, which is a fun little addition to the program that you don't have to do. It is optional. And, uh, you know, we come out with a winner at the end. So it's always a good time. You have the support in the community of all these other women trying to do this with you. And we have a good time. You have me for personalized check-ins. That's why I cap the number. And hundreds of women have found and sustained, more importantly, found and sustained fat loss with this program. So go grab a spot. We kick off April 8th. You can sign up at healthycatholicmoms.com under the work with B tab. Welcome to the Healthy Catholic Moms podcast, where we make moving and nourishing our bodies a priority so that we not only fulfill our vocations, but excel in our callings. I'm Brittany Pearson, a Catholic wife, mom, and personal trainer, and I'm here to help you build healthy habits that actually fit your life. 
I am here to teach you how to get the results that you want and maintain the results that you want without spending hours at the gym or meal prepping all weekend long. I understand. I am right here with you, getting my workouts done in the nooks and crannies of time, looking up recipes while nursing babies, and trying to prioritize my own health amidst everything else going on. But I have really good news for you. You can get the results you want in less time without doing hours of cardio and restrictive dieting. I am going to teach you how to use strength training and eating in a macro balanced way to get you feeling so good in your skin, full of energy and strong to carry out your life, okay? (laughs) On this podcast, we'll delve into how to lose fat in a simple, sustainable way, what your workouts and nutrition should look like during different seasons of life, like during pregnancy and postpartum times, We'll also discuss healthy, quick meals and how to get them on the table, make food that kids will actually want to eat, mom hacks for making your day run more smoothly, and so much more. All the while with continuous encouragement to stay the course and live with discipline. This is a place where we're striving to steward our bodies well in order to joyfully serve. I am so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome to the Healthy Catholic Moms podcast. I'm super happy that you are here and I am excited to dive in to get rolling with these March episodes. Oh my goodness. Spring is coming. (laughs) I know our weather is all over the place, no matter where you are, but I hope you're having a good start to March. I mean, it can't have gone downhill yet, right? Can only start in a good spot is my hope for you. All right. So we are just about a month out from our next eight-week challenge. This is the Simple Sustainable Fat Loss Program. So I'm going to be reading to you a testimonial from previous participants. It's been seriously, we're almost at thousands of ladies, but definitely high hundreds of ladies who have gone through this in the past years and just want to open it up to you. The the registration period is going to be open from now until April 1st. It closes on April 1st and the program itself kicks off April 8th. So here is the testimonial of the day. This is from Molly. I so appreciate what Brittany is doing for us regarding moving us in the right direction regarding health and activity. It is so tempting to try to do the quick loss schemes you see all over the internet. She's so good at explaining the why of macros plus strength training equals fat loss. That is sustainable. She's always open to a question and very thoughtful with her responses that tailor to the individual rather than a flat response across the board. She really emphasizes that slow and steady wins the race and is really good at working with women in all phases of their lives. Thank you, Brittany. And thank you, Molly, for that really kind review. All right. So today we are talking about, oh, and I should probably tell you, I'm sure I will in the Uh, recorded piece about the program itself. But if you want to sign up for that, that's over at healthycatholicmoms.com under work with me. And that is simple, sustainable fat loss program. You hear my little buddy, of course, my little buddy Micah is wrapped to me as we record this bouncing on the exercise ball, which is my new MO for episodes, probably for the next six months. So just assume if you hear um, like belching and squelching over here, it is not me. All right. So Today, we're talking about the best workout to get a lean, toned look. Now, toned is always a funny word in the fitness world because you have the fitness magazines that are going to put it on the cover because they know everybody likes that word. Probably a very similar title to what I titled this podcast today. Get this lean, toned look by summer. Get a lean, toned look look in six weeks, you know, whatever. Well, not promising you a timeline here, but 
Then you have the fitness professionals who are like, toning is for printers. You just want to be strong. And I get what everybody means. Okay, so I know that uh, I'm definitely not in the camp, that ladder camp that's like, toning is for printers, because I get it. I know I said the same thing before I really understood what lean and toned is, is muscular, but not too muscular. But what you're seeing as the tone, you know, quote unquote tone here, is a development of muscle. That's what, you know, we mean. If you think of like flabby arms with no shape to them, that is what we'd call flabby, right? Versus like visibly sculpted arms, right? And it's just really a little jargon thing. So I get, you know, lean and toned seems to make sense for most of us. And it's, you know, that's the physique we're talking about is, Muscle behind it, not too bulky. We always, you know, like to use the word bulky too for the too much. We don't mean tons of muscles. We don't mean manly. We mean like compact and with good shape to it. All right. Is what I consider lean and toned to be. And again, I'm with you. That's what I want to look like too. I don't want to look bulky. I don't want to look manly. So the truth is that, you know, it could go one way or the other. Some forms of exercise that we are doing might actually be giving us more like a skinny fat physique, like they might be making you thin, but not toned looking. And then there could be the exercises that might over time combined with overeating might make you look a little bulky. Okay. So, and I'm acknowledging that too, because there's also that corner of the internet or the different trainers that'll say, you know, it's very hard for women to bulk. You can never bulk. The truth about getting to the too bulky stage is that it can absolutely happen, but it does happen as a result of lifting very heavy and eating in a calorie surplus. You're not going to bulk unless you are overeating, but overeating is easy to do. So if you're also pairing that with lifting really heavy, that's when you just have to kind of know yourself and back off. And I understand that. I get that. I've been at the point where I've been like, okay, you know what? I love lifting heavy, but I am going to back off this a little bit. Because I do notice like my shoulders getting more like an Olympic swimmer. (laughs) And that was not what I was going for. And to put your mind at ease, if you're thinking like, oh, shoot, well, how heavy is too heavy? I am not talking about like doing lateral raises with 15 pound dumbbells. I'm talking about when I was like deadlifting 235 or overhead pressing 75 pounds on a barbell, those kinds of things. Um, one thing I'm not going to stay here for too long. So I'm going to get to the kind of workouts that are going to give you the physique. I want to make you wait all day here, but it's definitely worth considering. I know I, I try to steer us away from the aesthetics conversation a lot to say, you know, I do think it's best to focus more on performance, to focus more on performance goals. So instead of saying, I want to lose 10 pounds to focus on, I want to be able to run three miles in under 30 minutes, or I want to be able to push up my own body weight off the ground. So strong enough to do that, which means you would want to not be having excess body fat, that kind of thing. I do think performance goals are huge, but when we are considering too what we want our physique to look like, and and when we're picking the kind of workouts that we want to do, and we need to marry the two, right? Because like I just mentioned, I enjoy the style of lifting heavy. I enjoy those kinds of workouts, but I did not like the physique that I was getting from it. So I had to find a balance there of like, okay, I could keep this style of working out in and I could just lift lighter with the things I'm doing, or I can just lift like this once a week 
And, um, you know, so for my own personal experience, I've done that before. If you're in that camp with me, where you're like, but Brittany, I do like to lift heavy, but I don't want to get too bulky. There's not a, a total black and white here. You can do like one day a week and you're not going to get huge. So I've gone through periods where I did that, where like three days a week, I lifted um, what we're going to talk about in, in that kind of style. And then that fourth or the fifth day, I would just do like a heavy deadlift, a heavy overhead press, whatever, but you're not going to grow a ton from doing it once a week. Okay. But my point that I was trying to make before I interrupted myself, <laughs> I don't know if any of you do that, but I really seem to have a talent on this podcast for interrupting myself. I don't even have another person on the podcast, but um, you do need to consider if the type of working out you're doing matches the aesthetic that you want. So back to that point of that, like you could be doing something that is just making you look thinner but not toned, or you could get, or you could be doing something that's going to make you look too bulky for, again, your liking. This is subjective. So an example is CrossFit athletes. And now if y'all do CrossFit listening to this are like, oh my goodness, that's so offensive. In my opinion, I'm not saying every single CrossFit athlete I've seen, but in my opinion, some female athletes I've seen are a little bit bulky for me, for my style, for what I would like for myself. Their traps, like the upper back muscle and shoulders, like I'm talking about. And then they're, you know, usually such little body fat that like their chest looks has like their upper body is a more manly look to it because they don't have a lot of, you know, body fat. So they don't have like the female curves, but they've got a lot of muscle. And that's just not my style. So that is what I was noticing was when I personally was loving these CrossFit style workouts. I never went to a box. That's what, you know, CrossFit gym is called. I was doing a bunch of CrossFit style workout workouts on my own. So like three or four days a week, I was doing these very heavy overhead presses. And like I just mentioned, all the heavy deadlifts, this, that. And I was noticing my body getting bulkier than I like it to be. So I scaled back to make my workouts match what I also wanted my physique to be. All right. So how do we do that? How do we get the lean tone look? What did I scale back to? It's definitely strength training, okay? So first and foremost, going to say that because like I just said, if otherwise you're going to end up with just a skinny look that is not toned. So we need a basis, a foundation of strength training that should be the bulk of your workout plan. I always recommend no less than three times a week, three, four, five, six days of lifting a week is great. I personally haven't been doing six in a long time. I'm usually doing, when I was pregnant, I was doing three days a week of full body, shooting for walks the other three days. I would love optimally to do five days a week of strength. Um, at the time of recording this, I'm just getting into, I'm just moving beyond my core workouts. I had a baby that for those of you who haven't been here in a while, I had a baby in December, early December, and I've been doing my core rebuilding and everything I would tell you to do, <laughs> okay, which is available in the postpartum program. If you're interested, I do all of those exercises. So now I'm segueing into quote unquote, like real exercises here. But when this comes out, I will be finishing up the last round of the uh, eight-week fat loss program with all my ladies. I thought it would be fun this year for me to actually do the program to a T and then see my own results from it because I asked participants to take optional, optional, don't worry, you don't have to, before and after pictures. So that program is primarily five days of lifting. So that's what I should be coming off of doing if everything went to plan. <laughs> I'm recording this though before the program starts. We are like five days out from starting the January round when I'm recording this. So anyways, I would recommend as the bones of your planning, if you want to look lean and toned, to lift 
no less than three days a week, somewhere in that three to six range. And how you lift is very important because I just mentioned that when I was doing CrossFit style, I did start seeing myself get bulky. However, if you go way too light, if you do three or four days a week of like bar workouts where you use one pound weights and you pulse a lot, you're probably not going to see much definition come from that. So what you want to do to pursue the lean toned look and or to maintain it is you want to use your strength training and stay in the 10 to 12 rep range. So that means say you're doing goblet squats, you're holding a dumbbell and you're squatting with it and you're doing bicep curls. Say you're supersetting those two exercises. So you're doing them back to back and then you're stopping. You're going to do 10 goblet squats, go right into, that's what supersetting is, go right into 10 bicep curls, then rest one to two minutes, one to three minutes. Do that again two more times. So say three sets of 10, three sets of 12. You could even be doing four sets of 10, four sets of 12, but you're going to pretty much hang out in the 10 to 12 rep range. And then this part's very important. When you lift and what you lift has to be just about two to three reps short of your max. So what this means is at the end of one set, not all three sets or all four sets, at the end of that very first set, when you've just finished your 10th goblet squat, you should only be able to do two or three more if I was telling you to do that. If I was standing with you and you just finished your 10th and I was like, all right, Alex, get one more, get two more, you should feel like you can barely almost only get those. If you feel like you could do five more or 10 more or 15 more, you are lifting too light. But if you feel like, oh my gosh, I, I definitely can't even get one more, that's probably too close to your max. So you want to ride that line and it is a fine line. Usually, in my experience, women have more in the tank that you, we usually err on the side of too light and having more in the tank than we should at the end of a set. And I am speaking from my own personal experience too because when I worked out with my husband before, he's also a trainer, he would be like, all right, do push like chin-ups or banded chin-ups to your max. And I would always stop like two or three short. In that example, he wanted me to go to my max and I would stop. And he's like, well, keep going. You've got more in the tank. I'm like, no, I don't. And then I would go and I did. I just thought that I didn't and I would stop. So that is the kind that's literally in a nutshell to get a lean tone look. You need to number one, strength train three to six times a week. Number two, your strength training sessions need to have the reps in the 10 to 12 range. So if you go lower, say you go six to eight reps, that's what we just did in February in the Chasing Greatness group, which is a monthly workout group. If you go lower and you're pushing it to almost your max, like real, real close, this might be my max on this last rep, doesn't mean you're going to get huge. Not if you are still not eating in a calorie surplus. So I want you to know that because some Chasing Greatness ladies might be listening to this being like, Brittany, I don't want to bulk. Why did we just do that all last month? You need to be eating in a calorie surplus. And I know we talked about that in the group as well. And I talked about that all through those workout videos. <laughs> but um, that is what's what's going there. You still need to be eating in either maintenance calories or a calorie deficit, which gets a little more into the nutrition side of things. But in general, when we do fat loss focus month or lean tone months, we are focusing on the more the 10 to 12 rep range. I just want to make that caveat that you are not going to like turn into the Hulk from one month of lifting heavier than you normally do. And especially if you're not eating in a calorie surplus. Okay. Um, and then, so step three, that was step one, do strength training three to six times a week. Step two, 10 to 12 rep range. And step three is make sure 
that the weights are in your true just two or three reps um, short of your max. The weight has got to be heavy to you. This is relative, okay? Your max is not the same as my max. So when I write like individualized programs for clients sometimes, I will put on there heavy to you. So meaning you need to judge it and think, okay, that was, I only had two or three reps left. Okay, I hope that make that super clear. Now, the last piece of this, because you might be like, Britt, where does cardio fit in? That's what I'm going to mention here. I personally love the pairing of strength training with LISS or LIS, which is low intensity steady state cardio. The ideal combo to me for mental health, for physical health, well, I already have a caveat to this, but usually my ideal is five days of lifting, five to six days. If I could have the time to get in a six day, I would because I like it. But say five or six days of lifting and walking. Walking is my favorite form of low intensity steady state cardio. It's really good for mental clarity. Like I love the getting outside. It's so good for you. You can catch up on podcasts. You can call a friend. You might be doing any of that right now. You can enjoy the silence. You can pray, all that stuff. Um, and then that's like up to you, the frequency you're, you can't really overdo walking unless you're trying to hoof it 20 miles a day, but say you, you know, went for a daily walk along with strength training. That's an awesome combo. If I could, you know, say, I don't know, 30 years down the road, so just say 20, but maybe I'll still have little kids at 20 years down the road. I have no idea. Um, say 30 years down the road, uh, 25 years down the road, I would love to, like wake up, have the morning, like journal time, prayer time, and then go for a walk is like the last part of morning time. I don't know. I haven't really fleshed this out about food and coffee and how that'll all fix. You can't, you know, get too long without eating. But anyways, I'm not a fan of intermittent fasting. That's another topic for another day. I would love to kind of go for a walk, then come back, do the coffee and breakfast. I got that would all work out. And then do my lifting either at that point or like later in the day, like four o'clock. I used to love when I would teach full time, then go lift at like 4.30 or 5. Um, That was a good time to me. So again, this might not be a good time to you. But the combo of the strength training and the list is great. But what's also great for those of us who don't have that luxury and who don't have um, all that time to spend on daily walks, it's nice to get some hit in just to get the cardio in. Basically, I'm going to do an episode coming up in a, a couple episodes here about HIT versus steady state. The perk of HIT is that you can just do it in less time. It's high intensity intervals. So it's basically the opposite of low intensity steady, steady state. And most of us, if you are in a busy life season right now, you might not have 30, 40 minutes to go for a walk, especially multiple times a week, but you might have five minutes at the end of your lifting workout to add some hit just so that you do get, you know, the fat burning benefits and you also um, get get the cardio benefits of pushing your lungs, pushing your VO2 max and all of that. So that's kind of personal preference. And again, like I said, I will be delving into that more in a cardio episode coming up, but cardio it depends. It is up to you because I also like, that's why I said my ideal is the strength training with the list. And then I said, well, caveat, because then I do tend to forget when I haven't done like an awesome spin class in a while, or I haven't gone on a long run. I forget how much I love that kind of long form cardio and how the endorphins feel after it and how much mental clarity I get from that. 
So I do, there have been seasons where I really enjoy like a weekly spin class or a weekly long run. So play around with what feels best to you on that end. Um, But if the bones of your program is strength training and is three to six days of lifting, heavy to you weight, that's just short of your max, two to three reps short, you're going to get that lean tone look. And then you can kind of play with the cardio piece as you enjoy it as it fits your life, as it fits your mental health needs. Cause again, there's, I've had a lot of clients that say, you know, there's just something about a bike ride or a run that hits different, <laughs> honestly, than a strength training workout. Sometimes like we work out our aggression and stress in the strength workouts, and then we get the happy endorphins in the cardio workouts a lot of the time. So, all right. I hope that made sense. Gave you some direction today. We are looking at, ooh, juicy one. Next episode is going to be the connection between your nutrition and your libido. So tune in for that. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. I will talk to you next time. Bye.